It looks like a tiny cup of coffee, but it's also <laughs> like midday. Well, I live in Europe, Travis. Everything's smaller over here. Jay, start the timer. Welcome to the Location Indie Podcast, the behind-the-scenes, unfiltered, no-holds-barred look at the realities of the location-independent lifestyle from two guys who are living that lifestyle. I'm Trav, and I'm not drinking coffee out of a small cup, but I am drinking a vanilla draft latte from La Colombe. Oh, yeah. Is this the beginning of the end for me? That's no holds barred. <laughs> I am Jason. We're the co-founders of the Community Location Indie. We're all about the travel, the freedom, the lifestyle business. And you can learn more at locationindie.com. Hop on our newsletter. It's free. Got all sorts of cool things going on over there. Trav, yeah, you don't drink coffee, man. And I drink tons of it. So it was really interesting to see your coffee choice because, well, first of all, what what I first thought when you showed me the can that you were drinking was... Oh, I, I feel like there's some kind of subconscious connection going on where, you know, you, you like craft beer. So it's got this craft beer look and feel. So it's almost like subconsciously you're drinking a craft beer, but may, maybe that makes it more palatable, palatable, palatable. I, that, I don't know how to right? say it in English or Norwegian. I don't know why I decided to pick this up, but it does. Other than it does look cool. I saw vanilla and I thought if I'm ever going to like coffee, this is like a frappuccino for 2021 i believe and i picked it up and i had half of it yesterday and it was okay and i'm drinking the other half this morning mostly because i wanted to show you that i'm drinking something with caffeine in it because i never drink coffee i don't drink soda not because i'm against caffeine i just don't really like it but i saw you pick up like a tiny little it looks like a tiny cup of coffee but it's also like midday <laughs> well i live in europe travis everything's smaller over here yeah well you're crazy with coffee because it's it's midday where you are and that's probably your 10th cup of coffee and i'm guessing you'll yeah, drink it all the way through the evening you know on tuesdays we're recording this on a tuesday we have our all of our location indie calls we batch them all together and it's a late night for me man so i'm getting charged up oh boy can't can't wait for those <laughs> meetings we got we got Jaybird on the fritz on those meetings. Guys, today we want to talk about not just coffee, not just coffee. We do want to talk about a concept that Jay, when I just ran the side hustle success challenge this last time, it came up again and again and again and again, and it was when I asked for feedback of what are some of the things that were big aha moments for you. Many people mentioned this and I think it's starting to become more of an aha moment for me as I continue on my location independent journey as well. So I'm going to make sure I say it right because I made it a bit of a tongue twister. But it's okay not being okay with being okay. This title, uh, it's almost like Inception. You know, it, it's you're going into multiple layers of realities here. What's going on? Explain this. I was going to just title it, it's okay, dot, dot, dot. But I was like, <laughs> no, there's more here. What's going on is, and I want everyone to do this exercise as you're listening, just give me your gut reaction. On a scale of zero 
to 10. Zero. I, I want you to tell me where you currently fall with satisfaction in your work. Okay. And that's what we did with the side health success challenge. You could extrapolate this if you want. And you could say, all right, zero to 10, where do I fall in um, satisfaction with my life? You know, you can ask yourself those two questions because those numbers might be different. Hopefully they're, they're a little different. Um, and so ask yourself those questions and we'll give you guys just a, just a moment to think of it, but I want your gut reaction. And Jay, I'll, I'll ask you, all right, zero to 10, where are you falling in satisfaction on your work life? I mean, it can, of course, depend on what task I'm doing, but overall, I would have to say it fluctuates between, uh, I would say, uh, a seven and a 10, depending okay. on the day, right? Okay. It's like, you know, so give me, give me your overall, like not depending on the day, not depending on the task, but if you're just looking at the work you're doing, where are you? Yeah. I'm probably about in eight, I would say. And, and the reason why it's not, I love everything that I'm doing like this right now, podcasting with you, a 10, you know, a lot of the stuff that I'm doing is a 10. The only reason I drop it down to an eight is because of the screen time. It would be great to figure out a way to have less screen time. Now, this is the, the modern day entrepreneur's dilemma, right? You work, you, you work online. Of course, we can systemize things and get things better so we don't have to have as much screen time and you can always decrease that. And that is something we're working towards, but it is a battle because on the one hand, doing a podcast like this, you get to reach so many people or like our travel podcast, you get to make such a big impact, which is what we love. And you can do that because you can leverage the internet, you know, with websites and things like that. But on the other hand, I don't, I almost don't consider podcasting screen time, although it is because we're on the screen talking to each other, but we get to have a conversation. But a lot you. of it is just, yeah, you're like, uh, you're like kind of isolated screen time and you know, the weather's starting to get nice here. It's, it's just like, man, I want to get outside and do some things. And that to me is what maybe knocks it down a couple notches. But I think obviously I wouldn't be continuing to do this if I didn't think that the benefits outweigh, um, if the pros didn't outweigh the cons. Sure. And and for you, you know, an eight out of 10 is pretty high. A nine out of 10 is, is high, you know. What's your answer to that? Uh, for me right now, I'm probably... I fall in that same range. I would say I'm an eight and a half out of 10. Um, for a little bit different reasons than you, I think there are still tasks that I'm doing that I would like to not do. Um, and and now if we equate that with a year or two ago, for you and I, when we were doing a lot of stuff ourselves before we kind of had a team behind us, before we were as structured as we are now, you know, that number might be an eight or a seven and a half because more of those tasks that I don't want to do are seeping in. And, and we're starting to systematically push those tasks that we're not good at and those tasks that we don't enjoy out and fill them with things that we are good at and things we enjoy. But for most people, this is going to be a process uh, and and it's usually a long process. I mean, we've been at this for eight years now and it's just starting to to get there, right? Um, so I would say I'm at eight and a half out of 10. If you would have asked me when I was a teacher back in my only, let's call it real job, right? My only real job out of college became a high school history teacher. I, at that point, if you had asked me this exact same question, I would have told you that I was a six and a half out of 10. Um, what, and let me, before I talk to everyone who's listening and get into what 
the main point of this is, let me have you think back on those jobs. And Jay, the man of a million jobs. So just pick one job for you, maybe the one that you were in the longest or the one that kind of resonates with you is like, this is the most job job I've ever had. Where, where would you have fallen on that scale if you had asked yourself at that moment in time, not looking back, knowing what you know now, but in that moment in time, where would you have fallen and what was the job? Well, uh, this is a tough question, Trav, because it's hard to isolate things. So I had a long career touring as an event tour manager, touring around the country, doing those jobs for pretty much a decade uh, and getting into some other touring jobs as well. So at, in my professional touring career, I was a 10 man all the way until certain points. And then I got kind of, I would get burned out on the road, right? Or burnt out on a certain thing. So it, it was, if you look at the arc of the career, it's really hard to answer that question and just like slice a piece out of that and say, hey, in this particular day, well, this actually comes back to a good point as I talk this out. What it came down to was the lifestyle really impacted what that number would be for me, right? You mentioned the work, but it's not just the work. It's the lifestyle around the work. You know that, right? As a teacher, getting up, you know, on things, hey, having to wake up so early to an alarm clock, go to the school, blah, 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 blah. So it's hard to just take the work and put a number on, on just the work when it's the daily life around that. So I loved being on tour and that, that was like a, man, that was awesome. But then I started getting burnt out on the road. So I might've gone from like a nine or a 10 into, into certain jobs I wasn't that into. I didn't feel like traveling as much or needed a break to like a five, you know, it would really fluctuate. It, that is a good point. And I want people to answer it, not just looking at specifically the work they are doing, but the work situation, meaning your lifestyle at work. And then, of course, if you extrapolate that out to your your entire life, you work's a part of that, but there's also you know your personal life, family, friends, hobbies, travel. But all right, so you're a very hard student, Jay, because when I ask people this in the Side Hustle Success Challenge, they have, no joke, 10 seconds to give me a number, and they all give me a number. And you would be the one person there being like, well, I don't know. It's well, like, but you're but you're asking them right now, right? Like at this I'm very asking, moment. Yes, I'm feel, asking right? them what their current yes in the moment, which you still did hem and haw a little bit. Let's let's rewind the tape <laughs> five minutes. I'm I asked you, Kerb, hemming and hawing. The point of this is is that for most people, and and I told you I fell in a six and a half as a teacher, right? A uh, lot of things I liked, a lot of things I didn't like. You hit on some of them. Um, if you guys want to go to a deeper level with this exercise make a list. And this is what we make people do inside the challenge. Make a list of the things you like and the things you don't like. Okay. Because that will help. You know, you, you gave me your gut reaction number or you guys thought of your gut reaction number, but this list will help you realize, Hey, like I'll, I'll give you an example of me as a teacher. What I liked my coworkers. I liked uh, daily interaction with people. I didn't want a job where I was not interacting with people. I'm an extrovert. I like being around people. I liked the fact that I was teaching and and kind of like helping and I wasn't just working for a company. What did I dislike? Waking up early, wearing a shirt and tie, the subject matter that I was teaching, uh, you know, certain students, uh, the fact that my life was ruled by bells. I had 22 minutes for lunch, right? Like, so there was a lot of things I didn't like, a lot of things I liked. I was a six and a half out of, out of 10. And so when we have people come through, anecdotally, when I look at the data, when I ask this question, and we've asked this question a lot over different workshops and challenges, 
most people are falling between a five to a seven. Now, of course, there's people who are zero, one, two, threes, and they're just like, I hate everything about my job. I want to get out. And there's a few people up in that upper echelon, right? Who have been like, oh, well, I really, really like this job, eight, nine, 10. But a, a big majority of people fall between a five to a seven. And what's interesting to, to me about that, Jay, and what's sometimes difficult then for those people is that there's this misconception that, okay, well, if I, if I want to do something bigger and better, if I want to create my lifestyle freedom, if I want to start my own business, you know, I have to run away from something that I really dislike. I have to be a two or a three and be like, I'm out of here. This sucks, you know, and get out of it. And so when you're in that five to seven range or four and a half to seven and a half, right? When you're in that, hey, this is not bad. There are some things I like range. It becomes difficult at times because you start feeling okay with being okay. You're like, yeah, this is okay. This is okay. And what makes it even harder a lot of times is society's pressure because you're sitting there saying, yeah, this is okay, but I crave more. I crave more exploration. I crave more freedom. I, I want to do something I love. You know, I want to switch these things in my dislike column to, to, to make my life better. And then you get society or people in your life telling you, and a lot of times they're just trying to be supportive, but they're telling you things like, well, you should really be thankful for the job you have. Or, oh, I'd kill for that job. Or you've worked so hard to get there. You're going to throw it all away. And I'm sure there's people out there who are like nodding when they, when they hear this because this is stuff that people in their life are saying to them. And they're essentially saying, why can't you be okay with the situation you're in? And there are people in this world who are okay with being okay. But if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably, I, I would say, not even probably, you are someone who said, I'm searching for more. I'm not okay with a five out of 10 life. I'm not okay with a six out of 10 life. I want to strive for more. I want to strive for more purpose, more freedom, more impact for myself, for others. I want to do work I love, right? And so when you start surrounding yourself with people who are fine with things just okay, and they start telling you that, it's hard to break through. It's hard to say, no, I'm thankful for what I have, but I still am okay. I I'm still allowed to want more. And that is a theme that we saw come up with a lot in the challenges, people feeling guilty for wanting more when their life is better than other people's already. But it's not better for them. It's just better when you're looking at a perspective from the outside. Oh, man. There's so much to unpack here, Trav. I'm not even sure where to begin. It's uh, It could be very difficult to throw away, quote unquote, however somebody wants to frame it, a career, a business you've worked to build, an identity built around what you do sometimes, right? It's, it's already hard to change, I think, in many ways. And then if you do have, if you're trying to make those changes for whatever reason, and then you have people around you who are poo-pooing those changes, as you mentioned, it just makes it that much more difficult. And it, it is really is a fine line. And this, where, this is where I think it comes down to 
some soul searching, like a lot of these things, right? Because you don't necessarily want to be, I think it's very important to practice gratitude, right? So this is something I always, I don't say I always struggled with, but I have struggled with. It, it's it's the line between being grateful and appreciative for what you have and and making each day the best it can be no matter what you're doing. And, and that comes with accepting the things that you're doing. And you might be a five or a six, but finding a joy finding joy each day in your five or six situation instead of, you know, being depressed and, and not being able to get out of bed and just like bumming about it all the time, because that's not healthy, right? So there's like sitting in that space, I, I think that that is a, a healthy way to approach it. Be like, hey, I'm, I'm going to find the joy in this. I'm going to take what I can from this experience. I'm, I'm going to live this and 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 be present, but also an acknowledgement and, and an awareness of the fact that for the long term, this isn't going to be the thing for me. And now I'm going to start, maybe it's a side hustle or whatever you're doing, working towards that next thing and also finding the joy in that process as well, I think is the healthy way to do it because yes, I, I, you have to give yourself permission of what exactly what you're saying. No matter what everybody else is saying around you, if you're not okay with where things are going, and, and I think it's always good to look at like, you know, one to five years ahead. It's like, where do I want my life to be in like one to five years? Well, if it's not, you don't want it to be where it is right now, then in order for things to change, you got to do something. Right. And that means if you're okay with not being okay, but that means you're going to do something, but you still have to have the, that daily existence. Right. And you have to have a healthy mindset and a positive mindset, I think, uh, or at least just a balance within that daily, um, daily life. So, yeah. And some thoughts. I, I want to challenge people to do just what you said, but also go a little further to, to, to appreciate where you are and try just mentally, if you're at a five or a six, to say, hey, if I change my outlook a little bit, I, I can push this up half a half a point or a point. I could go from a five to a six or a six to a seven just by saying, hey, I want to be appreciative of this. But there's a second challenge that I want to throw out there because people listening to this podcast are people who are striving for more. And what'll happen when you're at a five or a six, even if you're even if you're appreciative of that opportunity. In two years, let's say you're at a six. In two years, that may become a five, and then it may become a four, and then it may become a three because you're starting to feel like I'm still in this situation. I'm appreciative of it, but I don't want this. This isn't what I want for my life. And so I would say that it's very hard for people to plateau. People listening to this podcast and you and I, there are certainly other types of people out in the world that I think can plateau and be fine with it. But people listening to this have found the podcast for a reason. And it's very hard for people like us to plateau and be fine with it. You're either, hey, okay, I'm plateauing, but this is going to take a downward trend because I don't want this ultimately. Or I'm going to do something to start moving up the ladder. And so to go from a six to a 10 by snapping your fingers is very, very difficult. And I, and I don't recommend it. And it's I'm not going to say it's impossible, but it's very hard. Instead, set the challenge for yourself that says this. Hey, I'm at a six. What would get me to a seven? What would get me to an eight? For a lot of people, going from a six to an eight would be a light at the end of the tunnel. It would be, hey, now in my spare time, I started this side hustle. So I'm getting joy 
from doing the side hustle. And I also know that in two years, I want my side hustle to become a full-time thing. So it's like a, it's, it's like two birds with one stone or two for the price of one. You're getting more joy right away in the moment because you're doing something fun, creative, you know, new with your side hustle. And you're also saying, well, all in the future, this is really going to launch my lifestyle. And so when I get there at an eight, I have the potential then to be at a nine or a 10. And so that would be my challenge for everyone. Appreciate where you are and try to move that up a bit, but then realize, okay, and Chris is buzzing us out, but then realize I can't stay here and I can't mentally trick myself into being fine with this because I'm not that type of person. So I have to find that light at the end of the tunnel that gets me further and start thinking about the little changes you can make to start getting there. For most people, it's starting something on the side that gives them that joy instantly and provides an escape route from their current lifestyle. Yeah, I think there are a couple things you can do just to, I know we're at the end here, but I think you can go from a five or six to an eight just in your head with the right mindset first, pretty quickly, if if you if you do it in in a way that feels real, right? And, and then from that, do you, you think you can do it without it. action? Let me ask you that. Like, well, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm, let me finish here because okay. so, there's two sides to this. There's that which can lead to action because now you're like, okay, yeah, like let's do this. You know. Then there's the other side where you still feel the crappiness, but you take action anyway, despite how you're feeling, which then gives you momentum on the mindset side to boost things up. So they kind of feed off of each other in many ways. And there you could do it one way or the other. Of course, there's a lot of gray area in between, but that might be helpful too. I just wanted to point that out because, you know, some people might, it's just, it's going to be hard to get. I mean, we've been there, right, Trav? Like you just feel like the four or the five every day, but then you start doing something, even though you feel that, and even after you start doing something, like I would disagree with you, it's not instantaneous all the time. Sometimes it's a couple weeks goes by, but you keep doing it and you're getting momentum and you're like, hey, I'm actually taking action and being the change I want to be in my own life. And and that just creates some momentum, you know, and, and it starts to turn. And sometimes that's gradual. Sometimes it's more gradual than we'd like it for it to be. But it's okay not being okay with being okay. Can we yes. agree? We're, can we yes. agree that if people listening to this podcast, I would not tell this message to everyone. Actually, there's probably 70 to 80% of people in my life that this message wouldn't be for them because they are okay being okay. Like I know them well enough. I know them, they're, they're them on a deep enough level that I realize that for them, the life that they're having is fine because you know what the life for so, like uh, for example a certain friend of mine right if i was in his life in his work life it would be like a, a 2 out of 10 i'd be like this is horrible i can't stand this but for him <laughs> it's like a 7 out of 10 and so okay is okay is subjective exactly right? and so there are people who are like all right like this this is fine with me it's 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 subjective there are also people who are fine with a 5 out of 10 in their work life because they don't want the stress or anything else that comes with trying to do something different. But the people who find this podcast and you listening, 
You do because you would. There's no way you would find this podcast if you hadn't searched on iTunes, if you hadn't searched on Google, if you hadn't put in how do I make money online, or how can I keep traveling, or I want to start my own business, or what is an entrepreneur, or can I become location independent? Whatever you searched, you found this because you were you were unsettled with the idea of being okay and just continuing that flat line for 30 years, and so. Thank you for being here, and we're glad you did (laughs) find us, and we're here to tell you it's okay not being okay with being okay. Yes, and I think uh, the biggest thing I want to pull out just to finish this up is that, of course, give yourself permission to acknowledge your own feelings. If you're not okay, don't let anybody else, like you said in the beginning, don't let anybody say, well, you should be okay because you have this job and you have this and that and the other, but you still don't feel okay. That's okay. It's okay. Not being okay with being okay. <laughs> Melissa, during our challenge, go. put this in the chat box. This this will stay with me forever because it was so it it gave such a strong uh, visceral emotion to me. I asked her, I asked everyone, what are you in your current work situation? And she was like a five and a half. And then she said, I'm a five and a half right now, but it would be an absolute tragedy if I was in the same position three years from now that I'm in right now. And I was like, whoa, like tragedy is a big word that, that to throw around, right? And she realized that just because she's a five and a half now doesn't mean in three years she'd be okay with being okay. And when she said tragedy, I thought that is someone who knows that they're either going to go down that ladder towards zero or up towards 10. And she was like, I'm joining the Lifestyle Launch Academy because I'm not okay within three years sitting here and saying, okay, now I'm not at a five and a half, I'm at a three. So just ask yourself those questions. As Jay said, it is an internal dialogue you need to have with yourself, but it is one that has to come from self-awareness and honesty. And usually that comes with just starting to think about it. Because a lot of people might, and myself included, when I was a teacher, didn't sit down and say, what am I, Jay, out of a zero to 10? Oh, I'm a six and a half. How do I get to a 10? I had those emotions roiling up inside of me, but I didn't know enough to sit down and systematically think about what that would look like. Um, and so you have, if you're in a job right now, you have that opportunity to start today and say, well, what does it actually look like if I do this? Yeah. So if you want to get around more of your peeps, just sign up over at locationindie.com because we feel you. We feel you out there, and we would love to have you in. Uh, we also send out a newsletter every week and just have a whole bunch of helpful stuff that we're sharing on the regular and have been for years. So sign up. Join our wacky little corner of the internet. Hang out. We would love to have you. And Trav, I think this episode is a wrap. Are we going to record another one after this? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Thanks for your time, and we'll see you next time. Here's to 10. Woohoo! Cheers. Cheers.